Hi mamas, welcome back to Emotionally Healthy Legacy. My name is Elizabeth and I am a mom of four kids. I have three boys and a baby girl. My goal here is to help you reduce stress in your brain so that way you are more patient and calm with your children. I know how hard it is to be patient with your kids, especially when you are running an empty and you're so overwhelmed and stressed out. That's why I really want to teach you ways that you can reduce stress in your brain, reduce stress in your nervous system so that you can be more present and patient with your kids so then that you can meet their emotional needs and be the mom that you want to be with your children. Hi friend, welcome back to another episode of Emotionally Healthy Legacy. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so glad that you're joining back again. Hopefully this is not your first episode that you're listening to. You know, I want to talk today about the difference between the spiritual versus practical aspect of being patient. If you are like me and you grew up in the church or, you know, I my background is conservative, Slavic Baptist background. Um, and even now we go to a Baptist church here in Minnesota, it's um, Bethlehem Baptist Church. And even in that church, there's a big emphasis on the spiritual aspect of your relationship with God, spiritual aspect of you needing God day to day, the spiritual aspect of God helping us through um, struggles day to day. But I want to a little bit focus on, I've always struggled with this. I mean, I always have people spiritualizing things a lot and not giving enough of the practical how-to when we go home. You know, we hear the pastor tell us what we should be doing. We should be patient. We should be kind. And then we go home and we have a conflict with our spouse or we're triggered by our kids and then we lose it. And then there the guilt comes in. I'm a sinner. All this shame. Um you know, I'm not righteous. I, I sinned against God. I said hurtful things. Well, I feel like there is a practical aspect missing. Okay. We need, there's definitely a spiritual aspect when it comes to being patient, but there's also a practical aspect. And I talk a lot about this in my podcast. So here's what I mean. Okay. So imagine this. If you have a recovering alcoholic, let's say you are and a recovering alcoholic, what what are you going to do? What is the practical aspect of you not drinking? You'll be avoiding going to bars and you're going to be avoiding spending time with friends that drink and you will avoid buying alcohol, right? That is your practical part of the responsibility. So you're just less triggered. You're not going to go to the bar, so you're less triggered, right? That is your responsibility. That's not on God. That's on you. If you happen to be home and you're having a hard day and you're triggered and you really want to have a drink and you know you shouldn't, but you really want to, that is the part where you pray and you ask God to step in and give you the strength, to help you not get sucked into that and not act on it, right? That is God's responsibility to show up. You pray, he shows up. Your part is to avoid putting yourself in a situation where you would be triggered. 
I mean, you can't be like, oh, God, help me not drink and not go back to being an alcoholic, but you regularly go to bars, you regularly spend time with friends that drink, you're regularly buying alcohol and keeping it in your home. That's just absolutely silly. You're like not supporting yourself at all, right? Okay, so here's, I want to kind of like put that into perspective when it comes to practical aspect of being patient as a mom at home. If you've listened to previous episodes, you know and you've heard that I talk about this a lot. When we are sleep deprived or when we are hungry, that's one of the basic needs that we all have as humans. When those needs are not met, our brain goes into threat mode, which means the stress response happens in our brain and it shifts us to the emotional part of the brain. The emotional part of the brain does not make positive choices, okay? Here, there's our thinking brain, our logical executive brain that helps us make positive choices. That's when we, um, that's where we learn, that's where we act on our values, that's the mature part of our brain. But the emotional part of the brain, when it's triggered and it's turned on, let's say we're sleep deprived or we're hungry, it shifts us to emotional part of the brain. It shuts off our logical thinking brain. That's why you will find yourself being more agitated and frustrated when you are hungry or sleep deprived. When we are in, a, in a, the emotional part of the brain, that part of the brain, it acts out negatively and it will be more frustrated, agitated, annoyed, disrespectful, rude. And that's not because you're a bad Christian. That's just the way our psychology is. That's the way God created us because our brain is in threat mode. Okay? So let's say you know that about yourself. Let's say you know that you are sensitive when you don't have enough sleep for a couple days. Let's say you know that you are sensitive to being hungry and it really affects you because we have different tolerance levels for how much we can handle. Some people can be more hungry and they can handle it quite well. Others are sensitive and it really shifts them quickly to emotional part of the brain, okay? Let's say you know that about yourself. Well, guess what? You can't be like sleep deprived, going to bed super late and, you know, not if you have sleep problems, not acting on it, not taking any action, not going to the doctor, not getting a sleep trainer for your baby. You can't just be sleep deprived and on a regular basis. I'm I'm not talking like one night here and there. I'm talking about on an daily braces, not prioritizing eating meals and then be like, oh God, help me be patient. Well, you're working against the way God designed you to, right? Like it's the same thing as eating Skittles and be like, God, please help this food be nutritious to my body and give me the vitamins and the nutrients. That's ridiculous. You, you No, like let's not do that. We're not let's be smart. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, let's be smart. Okay. So what I mean by that, the practical aspect of being patient is supporting yourself. If you know that when you're sleep deprived and when you're hungry, you're a lot more agitated, frustrated, annoyed, snappy, then the practical aspect is prioritizing those needs. So you're not snappy and frustrated. 
obviously there's still going to be moments where things are not going the way you want them to. And that's when you pray and you ask God to step in and help you in those moments. It is ridiculous and wise and foolish to ignore your needs and then just pray for God to just give you the patience. Of course, there's like times and seasons in your life. You have a newborn baby. Something happened. The day was busy. You were not able to eat. Yes, yes, there's always exceptions. I'm talking about this day in and day out on a regular basis, like a pattern that you have, okay? Same thing. If you know you are sensitive to mess, like the clutter in your home or the mess really bothers you. Some people are sensitive to that. I personally am. If you know that about yourself, then why don't you support yourself proactively? Declutter, clean your home so your house is just more picked up and clutter-free to begin with so you're not as triggered. You can't, like, if you know that a mess and clutter really affects you and really shifts you to emotional part of the brain, it gets you overwhelmed and frustrated, and then you don't do anything about that, but you pray for God to give you patience, but you stay in that position where everything is messy and clutter, like, you're just working against yourself. You can't be putting that responsibility on God, okay? You have your own responsibility. God has his responsibility. Same thing when we go back to the alcoholic example. Like your responsibility is to avoid the triggering situations. Your responsibility is to not go to bars, not to go spend time with friends who drink, not to buy alcohol. God's responsibility is to help you deal with those triggers and emotions when they do happen to come up. When you do want to drink, okay? So same thing for you. Let's say this like in day-to-day life as a mom, like your job is to take care of yourself, prioritize your needs, get rest, enough sleep, and don't skip meals if you know that you need alone time and that is something that's super important to you that fills your cup. Then do those things on a regular basis So then you are more patient. And yes, there's still going to be moments your kid is melting down, you're running late, things are not happening your way. You pray for God to help you in those moments, okay? But you have a part in this too. You can't just be putting everything on God and be like, oh my gosh, I lost it again. God did not answer my prayer. Well, guess what? You stayed up till 2 a.m. scrolling on Instagram and you didn't eat breakfast and lunch. So yeah, you are going to snap and lose it. Hard truth here. Sorry. Okay. So please do not neglect the things that are in your control. Okay. We do have an opportunity to ask God when we do have triggers, right? And him to support us and help us. When our kids are screaming, they're yelling, the car broke down, you're so frustrated, you're upset, pray, definitely. But let's like take action on things that are in your control, okay? So for example, when your kids are hungry and they're cranky or they're tired and they're cranky, like that's a biological need that is not met. This is not them being a sinner, 
This is them like acting out because their brain is in threat mode because their needs are not met. When a baby is crying because it's hungry, we're not like, oh yeah, you're a sinner. Like we need to spank you. It's like, no, she just needs to be fed and put down for a nap. Like that's just ridiculous, right? Those are things that we have control over. You have the control to feed your child. You have control over that. Like a toddler's going to be melting down when they skip an app. We all know that we've been there. So that doesn't mean they're a sinner because they're melting down because they, they're, every, they're so overwhelmed and they're so tired. No, they just freaking need a nap or to eat some food. We know exactly why it's happening. That's not a spiritual problem, okay? So there are things that like you have control over and things that God has control over. Like if your child comes from school and they're in a bad mood, you don't have control over that. But you do have control over how you handle. You pray for God to give you patience and the wisdom to handle the situation well. Okay? You can and pray and should pray for God to help you respond instead of react and also one of the other practical things that don't forget that we need to do remember i've taught you this before saying certain mantras and the deep breathing like when you feel the agitation frustration building up you pray for god to give you the patience and strength your job is to calm your brain and your body down okay you can do deep breathing is it visualizing for you is it counting to 10 like what is it for you to calm your brain down that is your responsibility. Also, the when-then statement. I've talked about this before. When-then statement. When I feel frustrated, then I will take 10 deep breaths and tell myself, I can handle this. I got this. This is hard and I can handle this. Whatever it might be, okay? So, ladies, let's... This is about it for this episode, but what I want you to walk away with is there's a difference between God's responsibility and your responsibility. Let's not put on God what is ours, okay? It is your responsibility to go to bed at a reasonable hour and not be on your phone scrolling nonsense through Instagram. It is your responsibility to feed yourself and not skip meals. Yeah, it is your responsibility to make alone time for yourself. If that is something that really helps you be more grounded and calm throughout the day, that's not God's responsibility. Our job is to set us up for success for the day. Sure, there are still going to be things that don't go our way, and that is when we ask God to step in and help us, help us be patient, and then you do the practical thing, take deep breaths, walk away, communicate needing a break, visualize, whatever it might be for you to actually calm your body down, okay? All right, moms, I hope this was valuable and helpful for you and kind of like eye-opening and let's give ourselves grace. Let's give our kids grace. Let's not over-spiritualize things that are actually practical. If our kid is melting down because they skipped a nap and if they are hungry, let's not spiritualize this. This is not a sin problem. This is a biological need that is not met. Period. And I am... I, I, am, I feel so strongly about this. I really, really do. So... Let me know if you agree with me. 
I really want to know, do you agree with what I'm saying here? Does this speak to you? Does this like, oh my gosh, open your eyes to a new perspective? I hope it does. I really do. Um, reach out to me on Instagram. Follow me. Give me a follow. I am under Emotionally Healthy Legacy. Screenshot this episode and then say, hey, this is a great episode. Tag me in it. And I would be so grateful. All right, ladies, you have a wonderful rest of the day. I'll see you next time. Hey, mama, I would love for you to follow me on Instagram. You can follow me at Emotionally Healthy Legacy. I have a lot of helpful tips for reducing stress and regulating your emotions. Also, I would love to connect with you. Let me know that you're listening. I would love to know who is listening to these podcasts because I do see the numbers and I have no idea who you really are. So reach out to me, connect with me, tell me that you're listening and which things have you found to be helpful and I would love to connect with you. Have a great day my dear.